Carlton. So so good to speak to you, mate. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, you got the old Barnsley gear on, mate. You better just let let me and let the audience know what you've just been doing, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've just been doing a session, so you'll have to excuse the uh, attire and the little dab on I've got. I might be a little bit out of breath still and all. I tell you what, that, that's uh, that's a bit of a window into what you boys have to do. I mean, obviously it's the off season now, but it never really stops, does it? You're constantly having to keep your fitness levels up and work to those programs so that you know even when you get back to pre-season, you know you're already almost you've been doing your pre-season really since the end of the season, haven't you? Nah, mate, I just chuck this on and put some water on my head to make it look like I've done something. <laughs> nah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it's tough, mate. It is tough, like, but you've got to you've got to keep the levels up, otherwise you're you're, you're going back and you're not hitting the ground running. So you've got to make sure you maintain good fitness levels, even though it is time off and we'll use that as time off. You've got to keep doing the right things as well. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm so glad you've come on and have a chat with us. I don't really want to start with quite a painful sort of topic, but it is about four weeks since the playoffs and the disappointment of that. I mean, <clears throat> does it still sting or with a bit of time to reflect just what an unbelievable achievement it was to get into that top six? How are you packaging it, you know, four weeks on from mm-hmm. not quite getting past Swansea and getting to Wembley? Yeah, yeah, a bit of both, to be honest. I mean, you know, I thought, yeah, we had a great season, but I'm going to focus on the playoff games for now. Like, I thought we performed quite well in both legs. And, you know, in my own personal opinion, I thought I thought we deserved to go through. But, you know, football don't always work that way. Do you know what I mean? We, I was watching the England game last night and you've got a team full of elite players and then obviously no disrespect to Scotland. There's good players in that team. But, um, you know, they've got the superstars of England against Scotland and... We run out nil nil. That's just how football works sometimes, and uh, I think that was a, a a taste of that we got in a in a playoff semi final, unfortunately. But um, you just got to take it in your stride, mate. Learn from it. I've I've had it before in the past. I'm sure I have it again in the future. But um, you know, swings around about uh, success. Success will follow if you keep on the right path. Yeah, spot on. And, and on a personal level, I mean, could it have gone? Okay, it could have gone a little bit better in terms of you know what the team did right at the end there. But on a personal level, you know, you moved in January, seven goals, I think it was, three assists, some big goals as well. You know, I think back to the, the Brentford away win, the Bournemouth away win. I'm sure you got a lot of love from Norwich fans on shows social after those two games, given they were sort of both rivaling Norwich. But you know, when you signed, you obviously had expectations of how it could could go. But now looking back six or seven months on, a little bit more than that. Has it exceeded your expectations so far? It looks to look you and Barnsley look to be a really good fit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd never say it's exceeded my expectations. Like I'm I'm one of them, never arrogant, but I know what I'm capable of. Do you know what I mean? So like you know, I, I think I'm capable of a lot more, to be honest. Like I'm I'm gonna t I'm not gonna rest on my laurels. I'm gonna take this season, um, put it under the belt and crack on and go and try and top that now next season. And uh that's what you've got to do, you've got to get your head down, don't think about the past too much, good or bad. And um just crack on with it, really. But it's funny you mentioned that uh, Brentford game because that was my first start and first goal. Yeah. And then the, the amount of Norwich tweets flooding in because Brentford were, I think, it was tight at the time. Yeah. And, like, it was a big fail. It was a massive result for us, obviously. But, you know, the Norwich fans loved it and also. Yeah, I bet they did. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'll, I'll have to check back on the diary. I think I think they'd literally just gone top for, for about a week. Um, or I think it probably was that because Norwich had just lost at Swansea the week before, I think. And... Uh, no disrespect, but I don't think there's too many outside of the Barnsley camp probably thought because Brentford were absolutely flying at that stage. He must yeah, have played unbelievably well that day to go there and get a result. I think that was probably the first game. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had the at that stage was it they had what well, I think they had the longest unbeaten record in English professional football. I think. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. We would, honestly, just like our squad mentality, we we don't worry about any of that sort of thing. We just 
go right after. That's why I, like, I love being part of this team because, you know, whether it's Chelsea in the FA Cup we're playing or, I don't know, whoever else, we just, it's the same, same attitude and um, we attack it every time. Yeah, which is a great mindset to have. And, and obviously you don't want to look behind, as you said, and, and whether that be to four weeks ago or earlier than that. But, uh, you know, the way the football fates play out, the last game in a regular season, your old club, Norwich, at, at, at Oakwell, you know, and gave them a really good, you know, game that day. I mean, you played well yourself, personal level, but a 2-2 draw. And then, obviously, the way the, the, the thing panned out, Norwich get the trophy on the pitch after the game. I just wondered, because I, I was watching you actually after the final whistle there and you were speaking to a few of the Norwich lads and I'm sure you maybe were, you know, wishing them well and maybe reminiscing a little bit as well. Was there no part of you when Grant Hanley goes up to that little stage that was erected and is lifting the trophy? Are you thinking if things had slightly panned out differently, that could have been me. I could have been part of that because I always go back to, again, don't want to take you down a, 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 a painful memory, but the, the playoff final for Shrewsbury, you and Ben Godfrey had an unbelievable season, got to Wembley twice that season. Sadly, you had that injury, you did your ACL and you were pretty much, I think, out the following season. Yeah. Whereas Ben comes back, there was a few injuries in the Norwich Central defence. He gets his opportunity and he ends that season as a championship title winner and he's off to the Premier League. You know, it could quite easily have been you if the cards had fell slightly differently. So was there any, what might have been when you were, you know, seeing those celebrations at the end of the game there uh, against Norwich? Yeah, listen, I mean, like, the, the thing that happened to Shrews, that's just life. Like, it, it happens. It's not just football. Like, there's a lot worse things happening in, you know, other elements of life. That, like, I can't cry about that. I'm still in a very fortunate position and, you know, I've managed to bounce back, thankfully. But um, I, I was just buzzing to go and see because, like, Dean Anderson and Ben Godfrey were in that team as well and they've gone on and flourished. And, yeah. like, Dino's one of my best mates now. I still speak to Ben very often and I love to see how well they've done. It's just, that's life, it happens. And in regards to seeing Grantley lift the, lift the trophy, not at all. I'm on my own path now. I'm, I'm just buzzing from my former teammates and my friends that they went and achieved that. But, you know, I've, I'm, I'm focusing on me and on me and Barnsley at the moment. Yeah, quite right. Yeah, and but having said that, with, with you know putting your Barnsley hat off and putting your Norwich hat back on again, I mean, how how do you see it going into the Premier League? We all know two seasons ago it was a very difficult challenge. <laughs> do you think they're better set up now? Obviously, we're at the start of a transfer window, so we don't quite know the, the makeup of the Norwich squad who's going to come, who's going to go. Obviously, they've Emmy Wendy's gone out the door already to Villa, but <laughs> you know, having seen them at close quarters last season, the majority of that group again, they'll add to it, obviously. Where do you think they are in terms of what they could possibly do in the Premier League? Yeah, I mean, I think I speak for everyone. I say they were even better this time they went up than they were last time somehow. But um, I think obviously, yeah, Emmy's a massive loss. He's a he's a hell of a player to be honest. But um, like Stuart Weber and the and the and this recruitment team at Norwich is sublime. Like it's excellent. They've got every chance with. Um, with the money coming in from Emmy as well, they've got every chance to go and invest that in the right place. I'm sure they will, and you know, I'd give them every chance to to stay up. If I was a betting man, I'd I'd say they'd be okay next season. I mean, were they? I mean, obviously the type the table tells you they were, but were they the best teams you feel in that championship? Because you know, the Brentfords had a good go, and the Swansea had a little look at it, and Watford came strong late on. But for, for you, over the piece, were were they the best? And what made them the best? If if you feel they were, you know, what what areas are that? Norwich team were just so strong and so good at the championship level. Yeah, I think like, as a collective, they're just, you know, a lot of that squad, if you look around, you're, you're pointing, you're saying Premier League player, Premier League player, Premier League player. And obviously the gaffer there got them, got them ticking together and working hard, you know. I mean, a little story from when we played in the last game of the season, 
uh, every time I got Max Aaron's 1v1, uh, I'd, I'd like go down the line, I'd try and chop back and get across in the box and Emmy's in my face straight away on the double team. Like, yeah. but they're quality players that are working their socks off for the team and like that's what it takes to uh, to have success. And so, you know, I think I think they'll be fine, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to put, pull you up on that. You don't think that was a foul on Obama Daly, though, mate, for that, uh, <laughs> that, that... Was it the first goal you scored that day? Because I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure Tim, Tim, Krull, Tim Krull thought that was a foul. No doubt about don't, it. don't know whether I've seen it back. <laughs> I don't know, probably. probably. No, no. Well, you, you, if the ref don't give it, it's not a foul, is it? Yeah. But, uh, but on, a, on a serious note, though, you talked about the gaffer and, and you kind of worked with Daniel Farker. Obviously, you went out on your loan periods when he came in in 2017, but you must have a sense of how he operates. And, you know, I was saying to you just before we started to record that Valerie Ishmael, your manager there, that they're very tight. You know, they were on the same coaching courses in Germany. And I think Valerie actually spoke to Daniel before he took the opportunity at Barnsley. So working with those two guys, can you see similarities in how they, they operate, they're coaching their day-to-day around the training ground? Yeah, for sure. There's there's similarities. I think, I think the main similarity I see and the success I've seen wherever, whatever football club I've been at is, um, is the work rate they instill into their players and the commitment side of things, and I think obviously you know they they're friends as you've as you've like informed me before before this interview even, and I think you're a, you're a product of who you surround yourself with usually, and it's, it's no surprise that they've both gone on and been successful. Yeah, and um, you know you just popped into me today. You're talking about the managers you've worked with, um, and of course prior to Barnsley, you had two separate spells at MK Dons with with a, a guy who Norwich fans will know very very well, Russell Martin. Um, done it. Look from afar, it looks like he's doing a fantastic job there. He got him well clear of any danger and solid in mid table. I'm sure he'll look to push on now. Just you know, for Norwich fans, how is he doing in his sort of first foray into coaching? You know, um, it looks like he's he's a guy who's maybe destined, with no disrespect to MK, maybe for bigger and better things. Can can you see the makings of a very good coach there in Russell at MK? Absolutely, yes. I. Love my time working under him. Like he's, he took to management like a duck to water. And um, you know, it's I always keep an eye on the MK results. And you know, I can see the, the way they ended the season. You can see that something's something's cooking there. Something's something's happening. And um, yeah, I'll be keeping a close eye on them next season for sure. But um, he was excellent to work with. I enjoyed every second um, over at MK. Obviously, it was my it was my time to leave, and I have no regrets with that. But you know, you can can only say how well it was when I was there. And, um, you know, I think he'll, I think he's destined for big things, in my opinion. I mean, again, just looking at it from a distance, it seems to be, you know, he seems to be a very innovative coach in terms of he very wedded to that possession-based <clears throat> style. I mean, can you can you see that in him, that he, he, he's obviously taken bits from all the managers maybe he's worked with before, but he's very much his own man because I, I, there was once or twice during the season, maybe the results weren't matching the, the possession. And he said <clears> that, you don't need to talk about plan B, C, D. You just need to do plan A better. I mean, can you can you see a guy who's going to do it his own way in his coaching career very much? Yeah, definitely. I think you, you see coaches that do that already and are at the very top. So why not? I think you, you use the word there, innovative. And I, I said, that's a great word to describe uh, Russ and obviously the assistant Luke there as well, because they're, they're not scared to try things. And I think it, it breeds for exciting football. Yeah. Well, I mean, was that, you said you had to, you had to make your decision when you, when you left to go, to take up the opportunity of Barnsley, but, um, you know, speaking to, to Russ, they were desperate to keep it. He, he really felt you were almost becoming a focal point for that team that he was building there. So, so um, without, you know, putting two and two together and making four or five, but clearly it would have looked like MK might have wanted to 
keep you there on a, a more permanent basis. So was that a difficult decision for you ultimately back in January? Uh, yes, yes and no, because obviously, you know, they're, they're in, they're in different divisions. They've, yeah. you know, they've got different, different sorts of backing. So, you know, the, the, the move to Barnsley was, was kind of a no brainer for me because, you know, it is a big, well-established club and, you know, they're sitting pretty in the champ and, you know, I've always wanted to prove, obviously I had a stint in the champ before, but I've always wanted to prove properly that, you know, that's, that's sort of my level, you know, um, if not higher. So, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I, if I if I would have stayed at MK in the long run, fine. But you know, it's worked out even better for me now. Yeah, and to be fair, just just to bring it to a conclusion, I was going to ask you about that. And you've touched on that about what for you next. Now, I think I'm right saying you've got another two years of you at Barnsley on on your current contract. So, mm-hmm. what are the aims, both on a personal level, um, because you know you're 25 now, you've got your peak years ahead of you, you've amassed so much experience with all these loan spells, and you've had the disappointment of those injury periods. So it feels like maybe your best years are clearly ahead of you. What, what do you see now over these next couple of seasons and, and also on a broader level with Barnsley? Because like, you only have to look at the team who've emerged out of the playoffs. Brentford, they didn't do it at the first attempt. They built and built and continue to build and have got to the point now where they're in the Premier League. So really exciting times it looks like. But on a personal level and also with Barnsley, what do the next couple of seasons you hope look like for you? Yeah, I mean... Paddy, I feel old. I'm 25, but you're not old, mate. Compared to me, you're not old, mate. Trust me. I feel like I feel like I've had years in the game already, and (laughs) something something that's taught me is to just enjoy the ride for the main thing. Like, yeah, sure, I have my personal little targets and goals that you know I like to keep locked in here. But apart from that, the main the main takeaway for me is just enjoy the ride while I'm here. My dad always tells me it's it's not gonna last forever. It's a it's a short career, and it is. So you've got to you've got to enjoy it while doing it. Yeah, it's a good good response. And I guess, as you say, when you've had those, because you were very open and very honest about the, you know, the mental aspect when you're out for a long time injured, I guess that that pays not to look too far into the future, does it? Just live in the moment. And, and if you're doing well now, just continue and, and the rest will take care of itself, I guess. Exactly, mate. Like, the obviously, the mental sides of the, of the injury and that, I'm, I'm talking like I was, you know, it's proper serious. It was only a, it was only a year out. Like it's not the yeah. be all and end all, but it did build me as build my character a lot. Build me as a person. I'm almost thankful for the experience because it's helped me not only football but you know as a man as well. So um, yeah, just just enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Yeah, just on a final note. I mean, what, you know, you're always you'll always forever have your place at Norwich because you were part of that really special group of FA Cup winners, youth cup winners. You know, um, I think it was the first time in thirty years and. Who knows? It might be another 30, 40 years. So, so whatever else happens in your career, you are in a very illustrious group. But I just wonder, do you, do you still as difficult as it is because you're all spread here, there, and everywhere now? Do you ever manage to keep in touch with those boys and, and and how they're doing in their various careers? You know, various different levels of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I still follow a lot, if not all, on like social media and, and whatnot. I still speak to Josh and Jake a lot. Yeah, uh, Cam McGeehan, Harry Tuffalo. You know, there's um. There's a lot of friends I've still got. I still um, still talk to and shirt swaps and that when when we play against them, etc. So you know, it's great. It was a it, it it made friends for life, really. That um, yeah. that whole experience. And obviously, I spent what 15 years at Norwich. So it's it's always gonna have a place in my heart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was it as long as that? 15 years? Yeah. Yeah, I was there when I was 10, 11, and left when I was 25. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time, yeah. That is a long time, yeah. yeah. But uh, well, like I say, I mean, really, you, you, you break it down, you, 
you were within a game or two of going into the Premier League with them. I mean, that's how fine the margins are. So, you know, who knows what, what what's next for both you and Norwich, to be fair. Exactly, exactly. Who knows?